Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University's School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Digital PR Podcast. I'm Aaron Rug. I'm a grad student in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. And I'm Riley Turner, a senior PR student at Kent State. Um, and I'm really excited about this week's episode covering traveling during COVID. Yeah, and this is really uh, a relevant topic for everyone. I think um, whether you're someone who travels all around the world or just in the U.S. or just likes to get out for a cup of coffee or or visit the local restaurant. I mean, there's no denying the fact that the pandemic has really drastically impacted your life in some way. And I, for one, I love traveling. I've been um, overseas a few times. I've, I've traveled out West and I, I grew up in, in, in uh, a big family and, and did a lot of traveling. And now I have kids of my own. And um, this year I was planning on doing quite a bit of traveling with them. I was planning on going uh, out west to do some uh, backpacking out west with them, and uh, had a plan uh, plan to do some traveling with my wife, and all of that was upended. And uh, thanks to thanks to the pandemic, everything has changed, and I'm, I'm sure things kind of feel the same for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, people have been really hesitant traveling this year, um, but I think this is a really important topic to discuss. Um, yeah, a lot of my plans were canceled. I had a lot of plans to travel with my boyfriend, with my friends, with my family. Um, and that was all kind of changed last minute. Um, I was able to travel to Nashville this summer. Um, and I thought it was really interesting how the airlines, the hotels, Uber, everything was pretty much, I mean, contactless. Um but I did appreciate the precautions that, I mean, the hotel was taking, the airline was taking. Um, but yeah, it was definitely weird. It was definitely different. Um, but I think especially during the holidays when travel is usually the busiest, um, it's going to be different for sure. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, you bring up a good point, like uh, especially now during the holidays. And, and I know... Um, you know, for me, I've been still trying to find ways to get out. And I'm just curious as to like what what's important to you and what's on your mind when you get out and, and travel. I mean, we've been for us, you know, we've been trying to still find ways to, to escape the house and do things that that keep things you know, different and find some new scenery. Um, we've been looking a lot at like Airbnbs uh, and private rentals instead of like big hotels or anything like that. And, um, you know, we've we've traveled in the state mostly just kind of keeping it close to home. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, from your perspective, what what do you find most important, you know, when when you think about, you know, the traveling that you've been trying to do lately? Um, I think something that's most important to me is just companies taking it, not seriously, because I think they're all taking it seriously, but just being open about 
cleaning policies because being clean right now is the most important thing. Um, and then also employees just following the rules too, wearing masks. Um, I think that's most important to me. Um, but what about you? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, we recently took a trip to, we took the kids to like a local petting zoo and you know, what's, what's interesting to me is like, even when you're buying tickets, you know, just getting information up front from companies about what they're doing to follow safety precautions, keep people separated. Um, you mentioned like contactless payment options and, um, you know, uh, things that things that they're doing to just be aware and keep not only you know visitors safe but also employees safe and I think seeing that up front and knowing that that's like a priority from the moment they're interacting with you it it makes a difference for us and knowing like you're going into a situation where they're they're aware and making this you know something that's important to them and it makes you feel more comfortable as a visitor or as a traveler um and i think that's been like you know a top priority for for um you know traveling organizations and tourism organizations across the board just acknowledging that um you know that they're aware of what your concerns as a as a traveler or a visitor are yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Um, just kind of, again, them taking it seriously, being transparent about what they're doing. Um, I know the airline that I flew on was very open about cleaning policies. And when you buy tickets, I'm pretty sure that they have um, kind of what they're doing because of COVID. Um, so I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Have you done any flying since the pandemic started? Um, yes. I oh, really? Flew, yeah, I flew to Nashville. Um, I also, where else did I go? I think I flew to New Jersey as well. Oh, in July and August. Um, wow. Yeah, so. And what was, was that experience like? It was different. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. The airport, I mean, there's no line at TSA. Um, there's no one on the plane. I mean, mm -hmm. I know when it first, when COVID first started, like in March, um, I mean, there was literally no one in the airport. Um, but in during the summer, I think it picked up a little. But now I think um, just because the holidays and it's getting a little more scary again, that people are hesitant about flying. Mm -hmm. I am right now. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Definitely Did you feel like did you feel like more safe because of all the precautions or did you feel like less safe? Um, I felt, I definitely felt more safe. Um, when you walked on the plane, they gave you little um, sanitizing wipes so that you could mm -hmm. wipe down your seat and like the window and stuff. Um, they weren't serving food or anything, no food or drinks. Um, it's a little frustrating, I think, when people just walking around wearing their masks, right? Because I think for mm -hmm. me, that's something that um, makes me feel a little bit more comfortable going out is just knowing that no matter if they're helping or not, that at least we're doing something to try and be mm -hmm. safer. Um, so yeah, that was a little frustrating, but it was definitely different. Um, sure. Who knows how long it'll stay like that, but yeah.
Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't flown. Uh, I went to New York in February when COVID was probably around in New York, but um, not since like the pandemic became um, kind of an issue that was shutting things down. So um, I haven't flown since then. Um, but, you know, that's it's kind of interesting to think about like the the impact that it's had and sort of what digital PR um, or, or the impact that it's had on the way organizations are now kind of communicating, like you said, talking about, you know, concerns of the customer and keeping customer health and safety in mind. Um, flying especially has had a, a huge impact. Um, I know that airline organizations have, have, have seen a huge impact. And I guess, I mean, what are you, from a PR perspective, I know, like, kind of acknowledging health and safety concerns front and center. What else do you think uh, are companies doing differently? I mean, uh, to, to kind of address this head on um, and, and kind of try and survive through this pandemic. Because one thing that, that I found is, you know, the, the economic impact of this, I mean, it's like, I think I saw it's like a trillion dollar potential impact in 2020 alone. And so I think companies have to adjust to in order to survive through this impact. And so how do they continue to, um, I guess, communicate with customers and, and continue to keep their businesses going throughout this, this struggle? Um, I think a trend I've seen is, companies are using social media now to kind of empathize with customers and just build customer loyalty. Um, I think instead of focusing on, you know, trying to get more customers, you know, get new customers, um, they're taking the customers that they have and really making them feel safe and like heard. Um, just being understandable with them and using um, the social media to, um, reply to them in real time and take their complaint seriously. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Um, and I've, I've noticed that even, even leading up to the, the pandemic, I've noticed that, you know, cu social customer service has been really important for organizations from a PR standpoint and, um, you know, the ability to respond in real time and use, um, social media channels to have that two-way engagement um, in real time. I mean, it's all, it's it's been more and more important as of late, but especially now during the pandemic, when um, you know these concerns are out there and and um, need to be addressed, and kind of showing that empathy, like you said, I can see that being extremely uh, extremely important. Um, and I, I was looking at uh, uh, another study that um, focuses on the customer experience and how, um, you know, organizations historically that focus on uh, like the customer experience can have have historically rebounded from like economic recessions. And, um, you know, the ideas of focusing on, you know, pain points through something like this, like, you know, health and safety, like we talked about, flexible cancellation policies. I know that's something that I've seen a lot, you know, making sure that 
if something comes up, if someone has a health issue or a travel issue that people are, or organizations are being more flexible with cancellation policies and letting people, you know, rearrange their travel plans or cancel and get a refund. I know that's being um, becoming more of a trend and, and something that um, is, is uh, a little more customer focused uh, right now during, during this time. So I think all of these are important to organizations so that they can kind of maintain that integrity so that hopefully we get to a point where this lets up and, and they can kind of continue to um, build off of that good brand loyalty during this difficult time. Um, I almost think having being understandable and having brand loyalty kind of just humanizes the brand a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, makes people trust them. Um, but I think right now companies really need to be monitoring um, what's being said about them so that they can respond quickly to their customers. Um, but another trend I've been seeing um, a lot of companies do is virtual reality. Have you seen any of that? Not a lot. Uh, no. What are you seeing in terms of virtual reality for, for travel? Um, something that I actually just saw was a video from Hamilton Island. Um, and it allows people to experience the Great Barrier Reef um, and then the cockpit of an airplane. Um, it's oh, just a video cool. online, which I think is interesting. But I think companies can kind of utilize this and produce videos of some really cool destinations and just kind of get people excited about traveling again um, and get them to plan vacations when it's a little bit safer to travel. Yeah, that's really fascinating. I think I think that's a great way to kind of offer up kind of new experiences that people can aren't otherwise able to experience. You know, I'm seeing um, a lot of musicians are offering like uh, video concerts and uh, like live. Um, I, I guess you'd say like Zoom or or streaming concerts where people can kind of experience that and. I, I think you hit on a good point that not only is it a new new way of experiencing it now, but also a good opportunity to kind of build that um, that uh, that sort of loyalty and anticipation for potentially visiting those those places or seeing a show from a specific artist later down the road when the opportunity arises. So that's great, um, and I think those types of um, those types of trends might continue in the future. I mean, I think as we look forward and as these types of, um, as this pandemic sort of lets up, I think this this could still have long-term impacts. I think we're gonna see contactless credit card readers and, and the the focus on health and safety and flexible cancellations. I mean that that stuff isn't going to go away once a vaccine comes. I think you're going to see some long term changes as far as the way travel and tourism um, you know communicates with with their customers. Um, and I'm wondering if you if you'd agree or if you if you see any other sort of long term impacts from a PR standpoint. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think companies are going to be more transparent. They're going to be more just let people know 
what they're doing. Um, Cause I think that's going to be something that people really want from now on. Um, I think there's going to be a shift to more virtual things like live streaming, virtual events, virtual reality kind of things um, because it allows people to experience um, have this, some of the almost same experiences as if they were actually going to these places um, just from the comfort of their home and staying socially distant. Um, but yeah. Excellent. Well, I think uh, we're out of time, but I think this was a really good discussion and um, you're actually writing about this on your blog too, right? Do you want to um, share that? And we can have the link in the uh, episode description too. Um, but I think you have a lot of good content there too about traveling during the pandemic that people should check out. Yeah. So um, I did recently make my travel blog and my, one of my most recent posts is about travel essentials, um, which I think is really important. I think travelers and customers being prepared is just as important as the companies being prepared. Um, so yeah, you guys want to go check out that. Excellent. Good stuff. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PROnlineChat. Oh, 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 oh,